one of the things that I noticed over the last uh, few months of combination of cold exposure with uh, glucose monitoring uh, specifically is that um, on the days I am I'm, I'm more cold trained. Let me sort of like use that phrase, maybe where I have more cold exposure, uh, my food response is significantly better. The days I mm-hmm. start with sort of like a ice uh, bath or an ice dip, uh, ice water dip, the same food just sort of like responds in a much better way from a glucose perspective. So what really happens with like, is there any connection between metabolism, uh, glucose metabolism, uh, cold exposure, and also as a follow-up to that, what's your experience been with the ultra-human cyborg? So, okay, so yeah, I guess with, with cold exposure, you certainly will have a noticeable change. A few things are happening physiologically whenever you engage with, with the cold or, or just temperatures of extremes um, because your body is trying to achieve homeostasis. And the only way for that, that, that it can do that is to induce thermogenesis. And so when you do that, your caloric expenditure is going to raise. Another thing that's going to happen is that your body's going to be using that glucose to produce more ATP. And so those mitochondria are going to start working really hard. Your, your brown adipose tissue is called brown adipose tissue because it is chock full of those mitochondria. So those mitochondria are going to chomp up two things, oxygen and glucose, and they're going to produce ATP or cellular energy. So they're going to do that a lot and they're going to do it really fast. Because they know, because uh, well, I guess they don't know technically, but, but your, your physiological self understands the fact, okay, I have to produce an enormous amount of heat very quickly because there's this outside force that's trying to, to reduce my temperature. Now, whenever with my, uh, I, I've had the glucose monitor, I was, I was uh, able to uh, use that glucose monitor to, uh, for, for about two weeks, I've been able to test that with, uh, with Cyborg. And my most profound experience was with breath work. So the cold exposure, yeah, you know, I, I got some noticeable change, maybe a little bit, but maybe, maybe it's just because I, I'm regularly training with cold exposure that I didn't notice a huge change, uh, depending on, you know, cause I, I train every day anyway. Um, but the, the times whenever I was testing out the uh, glucose monitor were incredibly stressful. And it, this, is a, this is one of those reasons why it's so good that I do what I do. And it, because I need breath work. I need it to, uh, to really maintain and to help with my stress levels. And so what I noticed is that whenever I became more stressed, of course, I had a lot of, lot of events and a lot of workshops and a lot of things um, around my, my book, uh, Practical Guide to Breathwork. A lot of those things were kind of swirling around. And so I noticed that whenever I was more stressed, that my blood glucose would go higher. And this is normal because whenever you're under stress, your, your autonomic nervous system believes that you're under attack. And so it will produce, it, it releases more blood glucose from your liver. And so my physiological self it was saying, okay, we're going to have to run from something. It seems as though we're stressed, right? So the body was doing, actually is trying to do me a favor. Uh, but it, you know, at the same time, there's no bear that I'm running from. It's just that I'm really busy and there's a lot of things going on. So I used breathing techniques to, to kind of experiment with this. And so it was really kind of cool to see how the effect of breath work on my blood glucose. And I've noticed that when I'm stressed, I, uh, I can just break down into some cadence breathing, um, which I describe in my book. 
and just really calm myself and relax myself to bring myself into a more relaxed state. And when you're in a more relaxed state, your blood glucose is going to go down and your blood glucose is going to it'll level out because you're no longer your physiological self, your autonomic nervous system is no longer raising the alarms. Hey, we need fuel so that we can get away from this predator. And so that is one of the, I would say the biggest profound uh, things that I notice is, okay, stress equals raised blood glucose, even more than any food that I would eat. So I don't care what the food was. I would, you know, and it was interesting watching the food spike, you know, blood glucose and things like that. But stress was the number one spiker of blood glucose, even more than, because I was trying this because my first blood glucose monitor arrived and I tried it over the holidays. And, and so, so Christmas and New Year's. So, so even more than alcohol, which actually induces a state of stress, which I was really, you know, I was like, wow, that's crazy. Was it but yeah, yeah, yeah those, those stressful times, that's when breath work is, spe- is especially helpful. Wow. That's a great uh, way to sum this up because the impact of, because it's physiology, everything is sort of like connected. And often feels like a pack of cards, right? Like essentially you are uh, sort of like a, a flywheel that's connected, interconnected. You move one lever and then everything else also starts moving. And uh, mm-hmm. like there is correlation between your stress levels and your insulin sensitivity as well. So it just does not, sub- I mean, yeah. makes you release more glucose, but also makes you more insulin resistant over time. So your glucose spikes are going to be more pronounced, which is extremely interesting because for a lot of people, and we observe this uh, via the cyborg community here, uh, who put on the CGM devices, they notice that in many cases, of course, food plays a huge role in terms of shaping one's lifestyle. But then um, the catalyst often is the lifestyle and the stress, the activity levels and the stress. And if people are not yeah. fixing that, then removing like food layer by layer, essentially getting rid of all your favorite foods over time, sort of like feels like a downward spiral. Like you remove few food items and then you say that, oh, like, oh, I'm still not getting the results that I want. And then you remove more and then you're dissatisfied. Uh, that itself is a lot of stress. Like you, you can't eat what you want to eat. So um, mm-hmm. so some stress is good, of course. You, you, you can't be in all relaxed state. But a lot of stress uh, just works like a, like a downward spiral 